Need to hear one of our shows again? We've got them on podcast. Go to fmmoneytalkradio.com. Scroll down to Podcast On Demand. Pick your show, and it's on. Podcast on fmmoneytalkradio.com. Stars International is a multicultural, open-format record label with multiple production services from recording to broadcasting. On the label side, we focus on developing artists and helping them achieve their goals. On the production side, we cover anything from recording and mixing your vocals to creating your master track. We also include distribution if needed, and we have full access to TV production and on-air services to help build and create the artist you want to be. We're a fully digital studio and plan on taking music theory to the next level. It's lunchtime, and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating or just plain dream making if you have a story to share or a movie review restaurant critique or just a coincidental thing that happened to you call in free 888-994-4995 right now sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the brooklyn cafe here are your hosts dawn and freddie s Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Wednesday, chilly, chilly. chilly uh, you know, it's chilly. colder here than in New York. That's because I got the fan on. That's, That's because your partner is almost 54 years old, and my husband has now called it, called it Covapause, is what he calls me. Covapause? He tells me I've got Covapause. Not only am I suffering from menopause, apparently I'm suffering from COVID and menopause, hashtag Covapause. So what do I got, menopause? You must have menopause. I so have menopause. ever so, you know, sympathetic he is, I now have covapause. 
And you wonder why I am the way I that am. That is a defensive. Booyah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. You cannot. I'm going to sit back and say, wow. Teddy's got me covered, though, is all I can tell you. Wow. Teddy and I had a, are having our little powwow in the other room, and we got some popcorn going, and we got a great author. My mask, I am adoring these masks. I'm and that, too? <laughs> We've had a great book author with us. These masks, your, your, camera, your bell's on the floor. I love these masks. These are made by Do It, Redone It by Dia, and this is our teen entrepreneur show that starts tomorrow. So I love these masks, and these masks are available for sale without the fairy that just say the Brooklyn Cafe show. So we have those. You'll see our crew on these. I had a feeling the, the Starbucks mug as a platform was probably not a good idea, but you know, the I funny, went with the it. The funny thing is that she saw us setting, setting up the set, right? So she wants to hold up a book. She says, can I have a book to hold it up? No! <laughs> Not at all. So I'm excited. We've got Susan Chapman with us. We've got Dr. Anya Temer of Total Holistic Wellness and the Total Holistic Life Show joining us. And, of course, Wednesdays are always complete. From our Manchester studios, we've got Tony McKenzie talking happiness. We've got to talk about what's going on in England because they got a lot of stuff going they on. They shut down completely, I heard. That is what I have heard. So we're going to talk to Tony and see what's happening with that. What's in things. your pocket? I got stuff. Don't worry about it. What's in your pocket? I got stuff. I got that California. I got that California radio station blowing up my phone. You know, we once talked about doing a segment like "Let's Make a Deal." What's in your pocket? What's in your pants? That's not true, Susan. We never. There might about be a this. battery in your pocket. There has. Been. Did you take the battery home? No. You sure? Yes. That battery disappeared in the slick zone. I knew it. <laughs> because slick said it was here, it was there, it was everywhere, no, and there's nowhere to be found. It wasn't there. It's got to be somewhere, is all I can say. I'm somewhere. happy. It's a nice, crisp 73 degrees, and I got to wear my new boots. Brought to you by Healing Moments and, of course, Robin Weiss. I want to talk to you about how this whole ensemble happened later. You like my ensemble. It, it's, it's very <laughs> different. What do you call it, COVID pause? COVID pause. Isn't that and so empathetically, and sympathetically? Pretty much reminded me That's of COVID That's what happens pause. when you do things live. No, you know, no. <laughs> Does it make a difference? <laughs> Who was your Condor's president, by the way, if you're vice president? Uh, a guy by the name of Joe Bavola, who I am still friends with. That's I know Joe. No, you don't know Joe. I know Joe. You don't know Joe. <laughs> Joe Bavola happens, it's funny because I, I met with him for a, a, one appointment. He gave me a team. I was doing the youngest team in travel baseball history in New York. Gio played for them. They were eight. And they went to all these stadiums to play. And after I did that, he promoted me to vice president. And I was in the mortgage business, and I got him a building to support the condors, the rentals. And it was a, it was a fun ride. Very nice. This morning, we had an exciting morning. Our crew, they all came together. They moved some furniture. We turned Studio B into a little bit more of a conducive TV set. I got to get another a few more chairs conducive. A few a more chairs to move some things conducive? around. Yeah, it's conducive to a TV set or podcasting alike. So I think we're going to call it the sunshine table. You know how yeah. there's the red table talks? The sunshine table such so situation or something. Sunshine. sunshine Studio. The Sunshine Studio. What do you sunshine think about that? Studio. The Sunshine Studio. Okay. Dina okay. gets me. Dina, by the way, there are three planets in alignment this weekend. Jupiter, Saturn, and Mercury. Don't say you know. I do know. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And we're Telling back to that. Susan, you believe in aliens? 
Pardon me? You believe in aliens? I do. Doc, you believe in aliens? <laughs> Of course you do. Of course They're you do. They're all part of my realm. Of course. Holy Be very smoke. careful. You may want one of those. Want one of what? It's one point. <laughs> we are all from different galaxies. We were put here on Earth to see if we could commingle and mingle. So, you I'm know, you excited. got planet Nutso, Kabuta? and you got planet Wacko, and you got planet... <laughs> you do not mess with those things that bring you into alignment, is all I can if tell you. If you start knocking down the rest of the set, I'm, I'm running out of here. I know. I can see it happening. Teddy and I are in alignment today. Teddy also? Mm -hmm. You, Dina, Teddy? Uh, sounds like a woman's club. Oh, it's the boots, is all I can tell I you. I am happy to it's announce. If wow. you go on Roku and you go on Amazon Fire Stick, you have over 300 new shows mm -hmm. loaded up last night on there. You can watch since March 28th. And it's funny to watch it because we started a pandemic on the 17th of March, which is two days before my birthday, five days before yours. And if you watch what we went through at the beginning of these Roku's, these new shows, you get a big laugh. Really? Oh, my God, it is hilarious. At the beginning of this pandemic, I made fun of it. I had a doctor's jacket on with two Corona bottles in my pocket because I take my Corona cold. I, never in a million years did I ever see this coming to the way it is now. See, don't mess with that, which you don't know, like the planet that I am from or my friends that surround me in my realm. I'm telling you, I feel like Wonder Woman in these power boots. I swear to God, I'm going to get a phone booth and put you in it. Dr. Anya, you like these? I love, <laughs> I love anything sparkly so it's, uh, and purple. Oh, my God. You like sparkles? Oh, well, yeah. then we got a friend to introduce you to, Robin you, Weiss. Do you know Robin Weiss? I saw her things that uh, you guys had. A bling. You know, I got these boots. A friend of mine gave these to me. She said, I don't know anyone that could rock these boots better than you. And they had wood heels. So I called Robin. Oh, Robin, you think? So she's asking You are rocking them. these out for me. And Chelsea's like, oh, mom. It's 73 degrees. So Is it? Yes. Yeah, so someone, when I got someone had morning. to break out the boots is all I could tell you. Florida winter. It's okay. You're allowed. Florida winter. Yeah. yeah, you're from Russia. Slick. And you're telling me about Rush. Florida winter. It's okay. It is. Is winter. it true that in in Russia they wear bikinis when it's like minus four? I'm sorry, but no, it's not true. They, they do wear the heels and nothing else, and short little uh, what do they call like furry jackets? And then they walk on ice and they maneuver, and it's amazing to watch. They walk on ice. Yeah, there's like icy streets because nobody cleans the streets that well in Russia. Yeah. And Nobody then, cleans the streets? Not maybe in the huge big cities, but not no in salt? the... No salt? No, no. So you learn how to ice skate. No wonder why you guys... So they ice skate so on the heels, in the heels, with <laughs> mini skirts. Really? With mini, mini skirts? skirts. <laughs> yeah. Do you have pictures of this? I wish. <laughs> Let's write home and get some pictures. Okay. Wow. Can, Can you, you believe... I, I see a book. I mean, you moved future. here when you were a teenager, right? I was 15, and then I went back when I was, I think, 19 or 20 for, for a couple of weeks, and, th and that was in the middle of the winter. I spent New Year's there, and what that's what I Russia? observed. <laughs> Actually, Ukraine, which is not part of Russia, but, but it it's used to be. There. It's freezing, yeah. <laughs> so were you in, 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 in a, mi a mini skirt? No, I was full-on clothes and keeping myself warm. You were? Warm is more important for me. Here's what happened. She was from the Ukraine to Brooklyn, would to you Florida. Wear, would you do this assemble on a cold day? And when I was 15 in the Ukraine? No, no. 
It depends. When I was 15, you don't even want to know what my ensembles were like. I'm gonna, I, I do want to know. <laughs> I'm going to put... I'm going to put two button knives on the bottom of your shoe when it gets cold. Are you ice season. skating? Tell us about your ensemble. That's no, not. A, you know, I grew up in the 80s. It was a lot of lace socks. It was funny. When I, we met Dr. Ten, Temer, I said, I think I'm old enough to be your mom. I'm probably old enough to be your mom. I'm, I just look so young. Oh, I'm not you. that young. I'm, I look so it would be kind of fun is all I can say. You just got to live when you got to live. Yeah, every day you surprise me a little bit every more. Every day. We've been doing this close to six years now, and every day you surprise me a little bit more. I know. That's what you got to do. You got to keep you going. But we got a lot of great stuff. We haven't seen Dr. Temer from the Total Holistic Life and Wellness Show in a couple weeks. The holidays were great, but yeah. we did a lot of pre-recordings, a lot of uploading, and I miss the live shows that we get to do. So I'm glad you're back in studio Thank with us. Thank you. Thank you. And tomorrow we have a show coming up at 7 p.m. Talking about wellness and losing weight and lifestyle changes, I think, more than resolutions. Yeah, because... You know, I'm, I'm always saying that resolutions are great, but what happens when you set them usually? Then you look back on next next year and you're like, oh, what hap whatever happened, <coughs> I meant to do this, this, and that, and it never came into 14 fruition. 14 days or less, and then you break yeah. it. Yeah. Now it's 14 minutes. you you got to create habits. If you don't create habits from the action that you want to take to actually get to those goals, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, I did a study, and I've discovered that bad habits you never break. Good habits you never keep. It's easier to keep the bad I habits, the like the cold stone ice cream in the freezer in a spoon. You guys don't forget there's ice cream in the freezer. She ate all the ice cream. in the cream. fridge. She came here on the weekend, ate all the ice cream. We, I was in the office, Susan, and ice cream, ate it all. No, we've got Oreo mm -hmm. overload from, star, from um, cold stone. Yes. I got some on it. But did you make resolutions for the new year? I don't make resolutions, but I usually just think about my life and my values and what I want to see happen in the next year. And then I set action steps that I'm going to resolve. I guess that's a resolution to take now to become, for it to become habitual. So what habits can I improve? What habits can I now work on? And I always tell that to my clients, you got to create tiny little steps first, baby steps. You know, if you're thinking of starting, you, you want to wake up earlier to exercise, right away people think, okay, i got to put my alarm clock on an hour earlier, and I'm going to do an hour exercise five days a week. Unfortunately, that's not going to work, because our willpower is only going to take us through maybe two weeks of that, and then something happens, we get too tired. And it's black and white thinking. If I can't do an hour, might as well just stay in bed. No. If you could do five minutes, what if you could do just two push-ups and two squats? Can you keep up with two push-ups and two squats three times a week for the next four weeks? Get yourself a little check mark, and then next week add one more and do that. Add one well, more. Well, I wanted to ask you a question because I decided I'm going to walk every night, and I've been doing it every day this week until yesterday. The day before yesterday, it was like 50 or 48 degrees or 49 degrees. It was a little chilly, and it gave me asthma. I haven't had asthma in I don't know how many years, and I couldn't sleep that night, even though I did my walking. So last night was just as cold. So I said, no, ain't doing it, but I'm going to have to get on the horse to do this. So your body goes through changes when you do things that it's not normal to do, correct? Absolutely, but how do you set yourself up for success? Because you told yourself, I'm going to take walks, and then you're not able to, and you just end up not doing anything. 
So to set yourself up for success, it's great formulas to do that, to set yourself up with, if this is going to happen, then I'm going to do that. If it's cold outside or if it's raining outside, then I'm going to do 10 minutes of walking around my house. Or I'm going to do, I don't know if you have a cardio machine. I'm going to jump on that for five minutes, ten minutes. So you want me to have a plan B? A plan B you know, you're and an stick with it. You know that? Not for nothing. Mm-hmm. I got yeah? a plan B. I got to tell you a secret. Oh, God. Uh-oh. What? I'm going to go see Dr. Temer, and she's going to help me with my covapaws. Oh, no. Our secret is out. Because <laughs> you know what? I can't think of anyone better. Because here's what the really important thing about Dr. Temer is she's a doctor, and she works in the holistic realm that I truly believe in. I'm not telling anyone to go off their medicine or not believe in the holistic realm, but I truly believe, and I told you this yesterday, that the holistic wellness approach really resonates with me. I still take my medications I have to for my thyroid disease, and I have to stay on that for now. It's not either or. It's a combined approach. It's a complementary approach. And that's why I love what you do what you do, because not only do you work with wellness and holistic in the wholeness of the patient, you do lab works, and you're not just going to say, here, take this hormone supplement because you should because you're almost 54. You're going to look at what I've got going on and say, this is what I recommend. Let's try this. If this doesn't work, we're going to try that. I don't, unfortunately, I haven't even had the chance to call Sebastian back, who called me back two weeks ago. But I'm going to. I'm really excited about it because being the doctor, you give the credibility to the medical industry, the whole physician field of what you do, right? It's always do no harm and you look at everything, you look at the lab works, and then you can say, you know, instead of giving you a, a pellet that some people love the hormone pellets, I, not for me right now, maybe we can try this approach, or maybe we can try that approach, or maybe it's changing what I eat, my nutrition. I don't want to say the word diet, but changing yeah, but my nutrition. So hold on, but so Dr. Anya's right. gonna so help gonna, me with all of this. Deal with doc. All right, stick we're gonna in go the back. through lab work, we're gonna do it all. We're gonna do it, it the right way. In the back, I got white candles, okay? So I want you to <laughs> do you light want to Dr. Temer? a candle for Doc. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long. You think 14 days a long time? We'll see how long this lasts. But I'm excited about we it. We haven't even started yet. So do you, do, you act, do you act the way you normally do in front of a doctor? Well, we're going to do a virtual. It's funny because we can do a virtual call. I'm like, can you just come a little earlier tomorrow night and we can meet in Studio B? <laughs> yeah, we, we got to do it in person. I don't is think virtual is going to work. Is she going to be as nutso as she normally is or are you going to hold back? I it's going to be a patient-doctor confidential, so sorry. We can't discuss that. I have to tell her the truth. Patient confidentiality. Yep. HIPAA. Yeah. And we, see, we live with you. HIPAA. Yeah. HIPAA. HIPAA confidentiality. In your case, is HIPPO. Because Thank if you. I see what you do around here, boy, Doc, I'm going to light two candles. But you know what? We all You tease me about how old I am, but on the outside, I may look one age. But on are. the inside, my body is definitely whatever age it is, and it's going through all these things. So, and that's not true. I don't even know how old you are. Your mom and your dad, they text me. They tell me, oh, we think she is. We think she is. But here's what's happened over the past years that I've worked with you. I've gone through all kinds of physical ailments and all they ever tell me is they can't find anything, which I'm very grateful that all the tests come back normal, but sometimes I don't feel so good. And all they say to me, it's stress, it's anxiety, it's It's menopause. It's all in your head. (laughs) It's all in your head. It's hormonal. You have the wrong batteries. You're a double A, you have triple A. So that's the thing, the the regular medicine, uh, they treat the numbers, they treat the lab work. What about the person who says, I don't feel well, but the numbers are completely normal. 
And then they're being told, oh, you're okay, you're, you're healthy. And then there's a person like barely functioning. How, how is that, you know? Or maybe the medication work. is creating things they don't see. Absolutely. Yeah. In your case, we know that there were certain medications that were too strong for you and they made you deathly ill. And that was a supplement. So even supplements can affect your body. And that's yeah. why I say you, just, you don't go into any of this lightly. You definitely want to go with a trained professional. And I love that Dr. Temer is Dr. Temer, you know, a board certified trained doctor of osteopathic medicine, as well as a holistic wellness coach. And you bring all of this together with the lab works, with everything you offer, CBD, you do medical marijuana, you do hormone therapy. I mean, there's so many things, anxiety, stress, and for family practice. So it's from children all the way up to geriatrics. Correct. We, we dig deeper to find what is actually causing the issue. So, for example, you were talking about hormones. Uh, a lot of people look at hormones as that's the actual issue. The hormones are out of whack. But I look at it and I see it from my research uh, and, and clinical experiences. That's the symptom. Hormones are the symptom. So we need to see what's underlying. Maybe, as you just said, gut health. Maybe there's inflammation in the body. Maybe we have some kind of toxicity accumulated over time, and now our hormones are out of whack. How does anxiety, how, how do you create anxiety in a body? Oh, so easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I don't mean being anxious I, because you're nervous. I mean, does the body do something, like you get palpitations or you get panic attacks. Let's talk about a panic attack. Yeah. So you're sitting there, you're having a conversation, and all of a sudden, the world begins to rock. This happened to me to me when I was 18 years of age. It cost me my badge as an auxiliary cop because I used to get panic attacks. It cost me my career at NYU being, going in the medical field because I missed school. I couldn't go to school. I was like this. And people didn't realize in the day what a panic attack was. What does the body do? that it short circuits that way, and why? There's two answers to that. There's physiologic component, and then there's mindset component. Physiologic component is there's a, we have sympathetic nervous system and parasympathetic nervous system. Sympathetic is fight or flight response. When we see a tiger and we're ready to run away from him. Uh, our body sends all of the resources, blood and everything into our limbs, into our brain, so that we could outrun that tiger. Right now, when we live in this society, unfortunately, we feel like we're running from the tiger, even when we're just sitting in a comfortable chair, we have safe uh, ceiling and walls around us. is it a trigger, us. Doc? Is there something going on? If I see Susan's ear and it triggers me into Absolutely. There could attack? be subconscious triggers from the past if there was some kind of trauma or some kind of issues in the past that you don't even realize. Our subconscious is so powerful, it's there to protect us. So it's just constantly scanning the environment. It's like in your sleep, how do you not fall off the bed? <laughs> your subconscious... <laughs> You're asleep, right? Have you ever thought about why you don't fall off I the bed you when you do. sleep? Wow. I hang on the edge of a bed when Dylan, I sleep. do you ever fall off the bed when you sleep? Do you ever sleep on the edge of a bed? Susie, you ever sleep on the edge of a bed? I stay in the same spot. <laughs> do you? I, I sleep on the edge. So one inch this way, I'm on the floor. So see, why, why don't you fall? It's because your mind I'm is balanced. still active. I'm very balanced. Still active. I, and I go to sleep like this, Doc. <laughs> You're hold on for the dear life. <laughs> Um, your subconscious mind is protecting you and keeping you safe even at times when you're not really aware of it. So as you're sitting there talking to me, your subconscious mind is scanning the environment for any kind of triggers or dangers mm. or anything like that. So if it perceives something 
that is similar to what happened to you 20 years ago that was not safe for you, all of a sudden your body will go into sympathetic or fight or flight response. You're not going to even know what is happening. And then from the coaching perspective, we start looking at this train of thought. And as humans, we're not taught, not in school, nowhere, how to deal with our thoughts, how to control them, how to take a hold of them, and how to control our emotions. So that stands in the way of us being able to stop that train of thought from happening. Because if you feel your body starting to shake, you start palpitating, and, uh, your heart starts palpitating, and you have you know, sweat happening, all of a sudden, you start thinking, oh my god. There are people looking at me, what is happening to me? Am I okay? Am I having a heart attack? Am I gonna die? And that's causing even more sympathetic response. So now it's a cycle. And unfortunately, we don't know how to break it unless we're being coached by how to really observe our thoughts and how to work with our physiology to stop that fight and flight response. You know, that's really interesting because it, it happens at the worst times. It can cost you relationships, marriage, it can cost you schools, it can cost you careers. It can cost you a lot of things, and you're sitting there. And what happened to me, I used to get a ringing in the ears. Everything used to get blurry, and everything moved away. So you two would be sitting back there, and I couldn't hear anything. And nobody understood. My mother thought I was losing my mind. So she took me to every doctor known the man, and they called me, they called me, what is it when you think you're always sick? Hypochondriac. 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 And he gave me pills to make me a mummy. And I says, I'm not taking that. And I couldn't figure it out. I used to run. For me, running worked. Five miles a day in the middle of winter with shorts and a t-shirt. With snow and everything around. And my mother said, you don't stop until I tell you to. But so you almost wear yourself out. It was, but something electrical in my brain wasn't working. There was something going on. Maybe it was an auxiliary and I saw a lot of abuse. I don't know what it was. Uh, I had the same thing happen. Susan, talking to your mic. Oh, I used to get panic attacks. There's also it's very physiological. The and the doctor gave me pills, too. And I didn't want to take any pills. And I started running. Like, like and it helped you. Mm -hmm. So why does running help, first of all? is because your body is sending out adrenaline and things to outrun the tiger. As you're running, you're using up all that adrenaline and all those hormones of stress. And once you stop running, they calm down. But there's also a physiological component, and that's what we test for in Total Holistic Center. There's a gut-brain connection. So our neurotransmitters that are responsible for creating our emotion are creating that in our gut, in our digestive system. And unfortunately, you know how we're, all, how we're eating, the quality of food that we have. Our gut is it's not really working well in most of us so when we look at that we do a comprehensive digestive analysis uh, and we look what's going on in your gut if there's good bacteria bad bacteria overload um, and then what is what are they doing with creating your neurotransmitters maybe they need to be increased or decreased and and that causes your anxiety you see that's interesting because sometimes you can run 100 miles and it doesn't work so it's got to be something else you got to keep looking you got to keep looking. You know, there were certain triggers when I was in college. There were certain smells. And, you know, I've grown up to certain smells. And there are certain smells that used to trigger this anxiety for me. And I used to have to go lock myself in the room by myself. Like what kind of smell? I, I don't know. I think it was um, uh, like a bitter. Like uh, what is that uh, a buttercup? What is that smell from, from trees? Pollen? 
like a pollen type of deal. When I went to Puerto Rico and I was in high school, I had problems. All of a sudden, Puerto Rico, I lived in the jungle. And I had all sorts of things coming. Now I find out that I'm allergic to wheat, I'm allergic to gluten, I'm allergic to anything in, in that field. I start sneezing like a madman. So I have all these triggers. So when I was younger, when I was two, I, they, you know, I wasn't supposed to be here when I was two. They couldn't figure that out. And then something happened, and I clicked back into this operation. But I look at so many people nowadays with all the pressures and everything else that goes around you. Sometimes you can't figure out what a trigger is. Is there a preventive to this? Maybe you should go in and get yourself checked out and make sure everything keeps functioning as oh, you go prevention is the best. Why wait for something to go wrong where you could make sure that everything is working properly and prevent further problems? For example, you're talking about allergies. Uh, gut health is very important for allergies. So let's check your gut. Let's make sure everything is oh, you Huh? You don't go there. Yeah, I don't want to go there. But no, you, you don't want to go there. But you got to take a look and, and see what it is. And I am, you know, I try, I used to try everything until things on set used to make me sick. And then we like give it to you to try. But now instead of just blanketly trying things, I'm going to get. Mikey. And it would, remember that one thing they brought on set? And I go, try this as an antioxidant. And it was, which is really great, unless you have a sensitive stomach. And then all those blueberries. Not so good if you've got a sensitive stomach. And I sat there going, oh, my gosh. Over in the middle of the show thinking, I'm in so much pain. It hurts so bad. And they went, oh, yeah. If you've got that, then you probably shouldn't, be, shouldn't have drank this. So I have stopped doing things without knowing you on set. You can't even have gas burners. We have to open up the gate. I know. Because you're allergic. You're allergic to everything. And I'm beginning to find Not a correlation. Not allergic, sensitive. That's what we're going to work on. Tomato, work tomato. Susan, are you allergic to anything? I think Susan's probably very sensitive also. I am. I'm going to tell you, Doc, I think that sensitivity to things is what's triggering these panic attacks. We don't know what we're sensitive to. and it There is a way to find out. I think that's a and good And you do all voice. of this with lab work? Yeah. So, for example, <coughs> food sensitivity tests, a very comprehensive uh, analysis of 152 foods, if I'm not mistaken. It's just a simple finger prick. You get a couple of uh, drops of blood. We send it out to a lab company, and they send you a list of all of these foods, and they show you in a very easy way. You know, red is you're sensitive. Yellow is a little less sensitive. Green, you're good to go. But then, right now, these sensitivity tests, I see they're done everywhere. Like a lot of holistic places, acupuncture places, chiropractor places are doing that. But there's a missing component. What do you then do to treat those sensitivities? Because it's possible to treat them. If you're sensitive to something, something doesn't mean it's a life sentence to now not, you can't have that food for the rest of your life. There's but a if way I'm allergic to, to avocados, hypothetically, mm -hmm. do I stop eating? Is that your way you cure it? Or is there a way around that? So first of all, there's a difference between being fully, truly allergic, like your throat closes up, you have rash everywhere, you can't breathe, like things like that. That's like truly allergic. Yeah. I'm allergic to peanuts. I just found that out this yeah. Christmas. You are? Yeah. I bought a container, bigger than Susan, I bought a big container like this, right? I walk around, I take it, I put it in popcorn, right? My throat closed. I went, <clears throat> I couldn't breathe. I said, that's it, and done with that. I can't eat peanuts. Well, what the hell, man? Am I getting older and getting worse? Slick, shut up. <laughs> Slick, shut up. Am I getting older and things are coming out of nowhere? What is this? So if it's a true well, allergy, it's one it thing. If it's a sensitivity, there is a way to improve it, decrease it, and hopefully eliminate it. 
through a gut healing wow, protocol. I'm down to nothing. I'm down to water and a couple of They say your body chemistry changes every seven years. So really? you, maybe seven, when you were 20. young, you weren't allergic to these things. And then when you're older, you can, you can be allergic to different things, yeah. So my body's changed eight times. Well, you can also get allergy tested Go to an allergist. And I'm afraid you to, can, you know. You can take allergy shots. Yeah, I'm afraid to because you know they put they're pumping people with all sorts of. Which things. Which is why with you can find out food sensitivities just with this lab work, Doctor Anya, well, right? Yeah. yeah, you can get the they just prick you a little bit. So and I'm, then, ex I'm and excited. And then whatever flares up, that's what you're allergic to. Have you ever heard being allergic to certain clothing material? Yeah. 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 First that of all, clothing material, and secondly, we don't even realize. Uh, a lot of the clothing materials are being sprayed with stuff. Yes. Pesticides, fire retardants. That stuff. If, if yeah. any of the moms are listening to me, this is please listen carefully. Pick up your child's pajama. Look at the label. If it says fire, uh, fire retardant or fire protective, something like that, that means it's been soaked in a fire retardant chemical, which sounds like a good idea, but at the same time, they're sleeping in something that's, fully soaked with a uh, cancerogenic It's um, no good. Toxin. It's really interesting. When Chelsea was a baby a long time ago in Texas, it was very cold in the winter, and I put her in these really cute pink footy pajamas. Fire retardant. 29 years ago. Why would you do that? Because, you, God forbid, you're in your apartment and there's a fire. You want your child to be protected. Seriously, so you're going to put her in Every a fire suit? Every time she put on these pajamas, in the I middle of the night, she woke work. up sick. Three o'clock in the morning, she was always sick. The next morning, we were always at the doctor. So I'm thinking, me, oh, the pajamas are cursed, right? So eventually, I stopped using them. But it must have been the fire retardant in it. But she, her body couldn't tolerate it. And it was sick. saying that this is why she couldn't. And here I'm thinking, you know, they're cursed pajamas. And they're just bad juju. But it must have been a chemical And an another, them. I just have to say it if I already started this topic. Car seats. Oh, my God. It took me three months to find a car seat for my children just because I wish I would be ignorant sometimes because I know these things that don't have fire retardants in them. Your yes. children take naps in them. They eat in them. They live in them. they're sprayed. Now, when I was wow. a kid, they brought me one of them pajamas, right? And it had the jets on it. So my mother thought it was cute. I was a little kid. So when I rubbed my arm on the bed, sparks used to fly. Same thing, right? Sparks. <laughs> So I, I, I didn't feel good, and my mother wouldn't get rid of the stupid pajamas. So I went to my dad, and I said, Dad, look. He said, Aah! So he took it, ripped it off of me, shredded it up with a knife, threw it in the garbage. He said, never buy him that again. You're going to burn him up. What I had to do to get out of these stupid it pajamas. things you don't know, but you're all going to follow my journey with Dr. Temer. No, I think uh, you and the doc had a journey of you want to You want to do it publicly? Yes. <laughs> we do want to do yes, it show? Camera. Some of it we will. Uh, we because you know what? If I can't walk the walk, and here we are working with you and promoting everything you do, why not? And you need it. Why That's not? The and, essence. And it's holistic. It's not like you're telling me you got to take these 10 different narcotics to feel better. You're going to say, let's work with your body and let's take a look at it. And for years and years, I've tried to find a doctor that will actually look at what's going on. And now it's even harder with COVID-pause because you don't get to see anybody. There's really no relationship. There's no conversation. It's let's look at these labs. They're fine. You're fine. We should have and you're a shirt keep going. made for you. Covapause. I am Covapause. Jeff and Andrea. Hashtag Covapause. Wow, that's amazing.
People stay away from you. <laughs> Chuck does, by the way. He goes, can I talk to you today? Or is today not a day I can even have a conversation with you? I'm like, no, nope, just stay away. Pretty much that's how it I rolls. I see movies. Should I stay in another room? That's a good idea, I too. I see movies <laughs> where they, they illustrate women with their hair like this. They look like Dracula. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> stick this month. You can find Dr. Temer at Total Holistic Life Center, 561-323-4994. Let's take a quick commercial break. Let's talk to Susan about some books. Go over to England and... Have a little bit of a break. Yeah, stay tuned. 888-994-4995. And we will be right back. Advanced Laser Therapy. Our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Black Tie Liquors, your one-stop shop for wine and spirit needs. Whether you're looking for an ice-cold pack of summer brews or just to grab your favorite bottle of scotch whiskey, Black Tie Liquors has you covered. Come choose from a wide selection of beers, wines, spirits, or liqueurs. Or if you're in the mood, feel free to grab one of our fresh cigars. Stop by Black Tie Liquors today, located on 5970 South Jog Road, Lake Worth, Florida. Or give them a call at 561-968-0988. Amp Media Productions and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They've been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it's never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp Media Productions at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. 
So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Alright guys, this segment has been brought to you by Dignity Memorial and if you are a dig and if you are planning pre-planning a funeral, um call Dignity Memorial and also you can also put in my name and the Brooklyn Cafe if you want to have special benefits and special promos off Dignity off Dignity Memorial and for anything that you need that has to do with pre-planning or funeral arrangements, please call Wayne from Dignity Memorial. And this segment has been brought to you by Dignity Memorial of Southeast Florida and more topics and info with Dead, with um, with Don and Freddie. I am so sorry. This is it. Okay, guys. I just threw I just threw I just threw in so many ants. It's just the whole fact that you just put me on the spot and there's too oh, no, many no, no, lights. No, no. But this is not Dignity spot. Memorial is um the product sponsor of this I, segment, guys. You, so back to back to the Brooklyn Cafe show. Contact Wayne Henry at five six one six five four nine thousand. Say you heard it right here at the Brooklyn Cafe show and receive a ten percent discount on all your funeral and pre planning and cemetery needs. That's right. And you know what? Because you're listening to the show, you are covered under our umbrella. Umbrella, yes. So you get 10% off of anything. Just give Wayne a call. Let him know you were, you heard us on the Brooklyn Cafe. You get 10% across the board. And sometimes they have even bigger discounts for need. Not that you're going to use it, thank God, Eventually, for the next 100 years. Yes. But it's there to be used. And you know that story because he's been with us since the very beginning of this whole thing. He will be here on Friday. He'll be sitting right with Susan Sidney because... He has a plate we put on the back of the chair. He loves coming. Here. So we've got Susan Marie Chapman with us here, and I'm excited because she wrote a book about you. Why? It's called Grumpy the Iguana. Grumpy goes home for the holidays. Again, a series about you. About me? Yes. <laughs> Grumpy has decided that Dawn has to go see a doctor. Ah. <laughs> Oh my That's God, about me. Grumpy, grumpy you, needs Kovacs. You are. <laughs> That's good. There you go. The next book. There's your the next book. book. Grumpy meets Kovacs. Tell us about you, Susan. These books are hilarious. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for having me here today on the Brooklyn Cafe Show. I, I am just honored to be here. And I love your show already and all the people that are here today. It's just amazing what you're doing here. Um, 
what would you like to know about my books? Were you always an author? Because these are fascinating. Well, I was not always an author. I only started um, writing my books in 2017. Wow. Um, before that, I was a stay-at-home mother and um, married for 20 years. And um, my husband and I, we did get divorced, and but then um, my children are, are all grown up now. And at first, I wanted to write a book about my dogs. So I have two white, fluffy Pomeranian dogs, the cutest dogs ever. And I thought, wow, you know, they're, they're sisters, they're twins, and they love each other. And, uh, but they're really different. One's little, one's big, one's fast, one's slow. Uh, so I thought kids would love to read about these dogs. All, what kid doesn't like animals? So that's why I wrote my first book, and it was a journey. It was, uh, you know, it sounds like fun, and it sounds like, oh, this is going to be easy. All you do is you write, and then someone pop. But it's not like that. It, it actually takes a whole year to publish a book. Really? And yes, and in my first book, I took all the photographs myself with my phone, and um, you know, I wrote the story, and um, then I found uh, I went on this journey just to find a publisher, but I realized that in order to find a publisher, you have to find an agent first, and um, you can you can go through a hundred agents, sending them emails and trying to get them to want to publish your book or to represent you to publish a book. And then I just got very frustrated with that process, and I thought, you know what? I don't want to wait. I want to publish my book now. So you can be a self-publisher, and that's what I did. I found a publisher, and when you're a self-publisher, you have to pay the publisher to publish your book. And it's different from if you get an agent and then they, they market your book to a publisher, then the publisher will give you an advance to, to publish your book. So I went the opposite way. But when you self-publish, then you um, own all the rights and you get to do it your way, not what everybody else wants you to do. And that's what I like about it. So, um, it's it just it's just a very tedious process. After you write the book and you find your publisher and you hand them you hand in all your things and you lay out your pages, and then you know it's like peeling an onion. You have to go through it over and over and over again. White you know it might be one word that's out of place or a punctuation mark, but you have to get it right. And you have to make sure that they get it right. You have to go through what they send you and make sure it's all perfect. So it, it takes a good year before it all I comes love, together. And the first one was Love, Sugar, and Cookie? Yes, yes. That was my very first book. And I had a terrible experience with my first publisher. After I published the first book, I decided that I, well, I wrote another book about Cookie Getting Lost. And... I wrote that book because my son, when he was a baby, he was lost on the beach for an hour. And it was the most horrifying. It was the longest hour of my life. And if you're a mother and you can imagine your child, I had, I have two children and 
my daughter was in a little playpen on the beach and I was feeding her a cookie and when I looked up my son was gone blonde hair blue eyes the cutest little thing gone and I thought he was in the ocean drowning or somebody stole him and I had to call the police everyone was I was with friends we were all looking and finally I just said a prayer and it's really hard for me to talk about but I looked out on the beach and I saw this man carrying my son on his shoulders coming towards me and uh, he said my son had run 10 blocks down the beach and he asked him he said where's your mom and he actually pointed in the right direction so so yeah so I found him but that's why I wrote that book these well, books are amazing. It's yeah. amazing that you got up the courage to do all these things and then the frustration of getting it published and everything else. But the nice thing about self-publish, the book is a tale, but now you get to fill in how people read and acknowledge what it is you're putting out there. You know, there's a difference between writing a bestseller and selling a best book. Mm-hmm. And what you have here is you have a lot of details and everything else. It's like artists who go about and say, let me tell you what this inspire me to do and we've had artists that do paintings in braille and things of that nature just different so what i like about it is that what you got here is you got a loaded gun that now you're going to market this book into certain things you were telling me you were going to read to children until the virus and everything else comes your way so you're you've been prepped already for things that go wrong go wrong Mm -hmm. and then when things get back to somewhat normal you're going to be able to explode this thing and pick your journey of where you want the books to be Yes, yes, and you know it's 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 very organic how it all happened. Uh, I actually uh, called the hospital and I said I would I would love to come. Uh, this is the Nicholas Children's Hospital in Miami, and I said I would like love to come over there and read to the children. And they said, well, we really don't do that, but uh, if you would like to come and read your book, it was only supposed to be a one-time thing. And they were so wonderful. They put out this big sign, you know, welcome sugar and cookie uh, to the the hospital. I couldn't bring my dogs there, of course, because the children are sick. And so, but when I got there, um, I I imagined it to be full of little kids listening to my story. But a lot of them, a few came down, but a lot of them were too sick to leave their bedroom. So the parents were there with their the little with their siblings and uh they just enjoyed the book so much and they appreciated it and they were a lot of them some of them were were in tears you know thank you so much this took my mind off my child is going through a 10-hour operation right now and i really loved the book and you know i gave them t-shirts and i signed the books and for for the siblings and for the children that were sick and so it's a wonderful experience and then the hospital kept asking me to come back once a month i would go and read for the children and finally they said um i sat down with someone from the hospital because they said we want to we want to uh we want to make your book an official book for our hospital and uh they were thinking about the sugar and cookie book but then i had just written my grumpy the iguana book and when i read that to um nicole she said, oh my God, that's the book. I love that book. 
and she said it's so Miami and it's based on a true story actually and I'll tell you about that in a minute so uh, we we decided that Grumpy the Iguana would be the official book for the Nick the Nicholas Children's Hospital and I actually donate a portion of my 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 profit to the hospital but since I haven't been selling many books because of the virus instead I just mail uh, a lot of books there um, and I sign every one of wow. them and put a little message on there about reading and it opens up your imagination and you know and and you know nowadays uh, people are so disconnected and it's because of the phones and it's because of the distractions and you think about this is so important reading to children at night it's a bonding thing for parents and their kids and the kids love imagination they love looking at the pictures and hearing the stories and uh, so it's very important I think for a child growing up to have that connection with books and with their parents and you can make it a ritual at night well, it's, it's just a really kids, nice thing right your daughter is five yeah yeah and and they love reading yeah he already had one and a half he brings me books uh, he says in russian because we teach him russian mama read read <laughs> he gives me the books they would love that yeah and these books um, are so great. I love this, the message, Grumpy and the Iguana. He wasn't always grumpy until someone took his home and he needed a friend. And the messages are great. And you talk about Miami and you talk about local areas, which is fantastic. But the message I love is what changes you if you're happy. It's the situation. He loses his home. He doesn't know where to go. And he's like, why is he so happy when I've got no home? And then this parrot offers him a home and then they become best friends. And they've got a new home and life is good again. And that's yeah. kind of what, it, what it's all about, right? It's about reaching out, about not being lonely. I mean, the messages are tremendous. Not being lonely, that you always reach out, have a friend. But what it takes when you get out of your comfort zone. And if you look at the messages, the words are easy to read. And yes, they're children's books. And yes, your kids can learn to read them. But the underlying messages are tremendous. And that's what, it, you know, how we teach our kids is about giving and mm -hmm. friendship and being kind to each other. Reading to your kids is very important creates a lot of psychological balance. John F. Kennedy. You used to read to your kids? Yeah. Every night I used to read to my kids. And then, and then Michelle saw me do it, and she went in there, and she used to read every single night. Every to, night. To the boys, more than I did, because I used to work at night. But John F. Kennedy once said, every answer that you show your kids from a book will make them a better person. A better person, every book. So that's really one of the growth tools of your children being grounded is mm -hmm. to read to them because they gain a sense of confidence. And I got to tell you, it's great that all these books are on, so many things are on Kindle and they're audiobooks and those are great, but there's still nothing like, to me, and I'm old school, getting into bed with your kids and maybe your grandchildren and opening the book and turning the pages mm -hmm. and pointing it out and reading along with them and teaching them how to do it. And all the other books and how they come out, fantastic as well, but to me there's nothing like a book. And my grandmother always said, books are your friends. My yeah. grandmother was a reading teacher back in the day. But true. And she has a spin because the books are also in Spanish. I've got one right here. Which is very different. Mm -hmm. And we do live in Florida where there's a huge Spanish population. Mm -hmm. And among my peers, my Latino brothers and sisters, the percentage of us reading to our kids is very small. Your dogs are adorable. How do people get your books? Look at these dogs. They are so cute. Well, they're available on Amazon. And also, you can go to my website, 
uh, which is SusanMarieChapman.com, and you can purchase them there also. And I, if you purchase them, them on my website, I can sign them, and I personally send them out myself. You know, I would like to talk to Susan about maybe doing something for the Kids Television Network. Absolutely, it would be fantastic. It should be, it should be like the glove in the hand on that piece. We have a network of children's shows. Mm -hmm. We even have Hector, who does a cooking segment. He's in Studio B. He does a cooking segment where he teaches kids and stuff on how to cook with your parents, mm -hmm. which is really, really taking off in a whole lot of different directions. Wow. Um, but this could be a nice ensemble to that piece as well. Should they look up your name, or do you have a website? I have a website. It's SusanMarieChapman.com. SusanMarieChapman.com. Check out these books. There are so many to choose from. Sugar and Cookie in English and Spanish, Grumpy the Iguana, and proceeds of Grumpy the Iguana go back to the Nicholas Children's Hospital. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for We're going to take me. a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going overseas. We're going to go to Manchester Studios with Tony McKenzie talking about your seven steps to happiness. I hope you stick around because, Dr. Anya, this is all part of our wellness journey going into 2021. About happiness, the wholeness. It's all about psyche, your mindset, about better health. That's right. 2021 is here. Let's bang it out. Let's get it done right for a change. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Are your health issues stopping you from living the life you've imagined? Are you unable to do the things you want to do due to chronic pain or chronic health issues? Have you seen many doctors, taken multiple medications, but are still suffering? Or are you simply looking for ways to boost your immune system and live a long and healthy life? Total Holistic Center is the solution you've been looking for. We provide you with out-of-the-box, cutting-edge scientific technologies for true health, wellness, and anti-aging via phone, in-person, or virtual video consultations. Some of our services include total wellness consultations where we dig deeper into underlying root causes of chronic health issues and personalize 360 wellness protocols customized specifically just for you based on your individualized biomarkers. 
visit us at www.totalholisticcenter.com or call us at 561-323-4994. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Their ice cream fresh every single day. We have waffles, uh, ice cream, cakes, ice cream sandwiches, and so much more. So go visit them and back to Dawn and Freddie. Wow, that was pretty good. And we're back to again. This brought to you by Cold Stone Creamery of Lake Worth and Boynton Beach. And that's some Oreo Overload in that freezer in the back. And some vanilla with some colored jimmies. I know, I couldn't have any of that. I know, so we'll all partake for you. Thanks a lot. Help yourself, guys. There's hey, some Doc, food. Doc, you, ever wrote a bo- you ever wrote a book? No, not yet, but I have... <laughs> The notes and outlines probably three. So getting getting to it. She wrote a book. I know. She will. It's all there. I'm gonna write my book. I got seven pages. You gotta talk to the muse. Yes, I gotta talk to the muse. (laughs) But we're gonna bring over. I'm afraid. If you're afraid of the muse. No, I'm afraid about what I'm gonna talk about. Uh I got so many stories. Do I protect the innocent? Do I not? Do I throw them under the bus? Do I not? You don't throw anyone over the bus. We always take the high road. Mm-hmm. I do. Hey, what kind of book is that? I always that would be book. <laughs> the world according to Dawn. I really do try to you do it that way. You remember the movie Serpico? And they threw the police department under the bus? <laughs> no, it was bestseller. It wasn't called Serpico was a nice guy. I know. I just can't really do that, though. It's just not my thing. Why? It's not, making me feel guilty. it's not my seven steps to happiness. So let's bring over Tony McKenzie from our Manchester studios. Let's see what's going on in England because apparently there's a lot of stuff going yeah, on over there. It's kind of scary. Hi, Tony. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. How are you? You took your tree down. Yes, only today, 6th of January. Traditionally, that's the day. This is the day to take it down. So I think we're going to I'll be doing it. that this afternoon. I know. Yeah. How are you doing? Happy New Year, happy holidays. Yeah, happy New Year to you both. How are you doing? Thank you. Uh, Well, I'm fine despite the fact we're in total lockdown until March probably in England. Again, in the UK. Until March? Yeah, did you know about it? I didn't realize it was until March. Yeah, no, I I saw it on the news. They're gonna shut you guys completely down. Because now you have yeah. a new friend so do we, by in the, the UK. We have it too, but they got it widespread. Yeah, no friend. <laughs> yeah, so what that. does that so, mean? Yeah. Everything is closed? Well, all the shops, restaurants, bars, and only essential shops are allowed to open, uh, like supermarkets, food shops, but uh, everything else, any entertainment places. So it's just gone one step harder. But they're doing this to try and really clamp down and stop this new strain spreading. So, you know, we've just got to go with it. You know, the UK is known to be resilient. World War I, World War II, you guys got bombed out. You, the, the Brits were living underground. 
because you couldn't go outside or you get a bomb dropped on yeah. you. Um, and then they started bombing again, places that they had bombed to try to get deeper and deeper into the ground. And there was all sorts of things that the Brits did. Because when I studied in the school, what are people? You know, you guys are so resilient. And you came together. And there was a piece of bread. Everybody ate from it because you were all in survival mode. They wanted to wipe out the entire country. And here it is again. And you guys are an island. Here it is again. And you face one of the worst dilemmas in the history of mankind, not once, but twice. And there's a third bad strand here in South Africa. We're not even going to get into that one. So resiliency mm-hmm. is 2021. How is the yeah. vaccine going uh, over there? How's that going out? Well, it's been given out to people, um, vulnerable people, and anyone over the age of 90 at the moment. And then that it's going to go down different levels to people 80 and over, 70. Um, but it's uh, people who work in situations that are in on the front line are going to get it no matter what age. So it's being given out sort of you know just gradually um, over a period of time. So that was great news to have the vaccine, and then suddenly we get the second strain, and it's lockdown again. So it's up and down, up and down. But you know, you're right, Freddie. Resilience is what it's all about, isn't it? You need to be resilient and not fall apart when something, when things are going wrong, and just ride the storm. You know, and what you're doing, your flight to happiness. I've been reading the book all weekend. I actually left it at my house because I've been reading it. It's in the other room. Um, it's so timely as always, but it's especially now going into New Year. So I asked Dr. Temer to stay with us also, because it's not just about New Year's resolutions on weight loss. It's, there's so much to the mindset and finding your happiness and first loving yourself, or your FLY, first love yourself. All of this comes yeah. into play in resiliency and, and how we keep going. And 2021, it's not like when it hit midnight, all of a sudden everything is rainbows and unicorns again. We still have to be resilient and, and fight to love ourselves and, and to keep going. And that is, your book is tremendous yeah. on that. Yeah, well, that's what it's all about, really. The bottom line is, you know, is just going with the flow. And it's when I talk about happiness, it's not just about walking around with a grin on your face and smiling and laughing no matter what's happening. You know, we're human beings, we have ups and downs and emotions, but it's having that resilience and having that, being able to create that inner peace no matter what's going on around us, because it's not what's happening out there that's affecting us as much as our thoughts about what's happening. That's what causes our emotions. The resilience helps you to get through anything, really. You know, and, and how do we do that? I know there are steps we wanted to go over mm-hmm. the steps for really for people to, to dig deep and say, all right, this is what we need to do first. It's not always easy. And I, it reminds me of you. She says, get a mirror. And you need to look mm-hmm. in that mirror and say, I love you to that mirror. And it sounds simple for some people. But it's not. It's not. And that's why I say in my book, when I talk about affirmations, traditional affirmations do advise you to do that look in the mirror and say i love you and if you don't it's going to make you feel worse actually and you're not going to take it on board because it's not true so i always say in my book and whenever i'm giving talks a good way of using affirmations a much more effective way of using affirmations is to say i choose to love myself i choose to believe in myself i choose to value myself i choose to know i can do this when you say i choose 
it's much more acceptable because you're not lying. You're focusing on what you do want to believe and feel, but you're not lying to yourself and pretending it's already happened. That makes it so much more powerful, makes affirmations work. It's really interesting, the choice. Dr. Tammy, you're shaking your head. So can we do an ISO on um, Dr. Anya also? To choose to be happy, to choose to love yourself. It's not always that it's just there. You can't take for granted that you love you, that everything is great, but you're going Take that next step into 21 and choose to try to find your happiness. Well, happiness isn't a 24-hour yeah. thing. Anybody that tells you I'm happy 24-7 is living in la-la land. I mean, there are things that yeah, happen. Well, like said, yeah, but it's not about, like I said, for me, happiness, it's not about just grinning all day long. It's about having that inner peace that no matter what's going on, finding that place of calm. And, and allowing your emotions, accepting that you're human and that you will feel sad, angry, frustrated, jealous, all those emotions that can come up, but not allowing them to overwhelm you, to just kind of let them go, acknowledge them, you do what it takes to let them go, to release them and get back to that calm, balanced state where you feel a sense of calm and contentment that kind of happiness is, you know, it's not, if people have different ideas about happiness, it's not well, being jolly ask, all the time. ask you about that also. So much on the news today talks mm. about partnerships and relationships, because again, people are going back into lockdown and you're now back locked down with somebody. If you're living with somebody, mm. you're in this lockdown yeah. again. And here, everyone is trying to find their, their happiness individually. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always mean it's happening for the couples. How do we keep going and, and stay together as, as couples in relationships or friendships or partnerships during this. And everyone's trying to find their happiness and still love yourself. I mean, this for the two of you is like the Super Bowl of, oh my gosh, self-help. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is when it's a partnership or, or um, a relationship, you can only control how you feel and how you act in that partnership, in that relationship. So it's both people have to take responsibility for, for their feelings and, and their actions and their reactions. So sometimes that can work if, if you've got two well-balanced people who want to make things work. Sometimes it can be very difficult because one person thinks it's all about them and the other person should do what they want. So it really does depend on the relationship as to how you can work at it or with it. You know, and the psychological side of it. Um, Vinny, if you're on the board, can we do a three shot? I want to ask Dr. Anya what you're seeing in your practice locally. You're dealing with families and relationships as well as yeah. the physical side of it. It's amazing to see that how it's just proof to me once again how important is mind-body connection because every time we have this experience of stressful situation in the world, so the first lockdown, now the second, um, I see more and more exacerbations in chronic health issues constantly. So people who, who had already been feeling well for months and started resolving their, their issues, all of a sudden everything gets worse again because everybody's stressed out and stress is such a huge component to, to health. And I love what you guys said about self-love and that's actually one of the first most powerful exercises that I give my clients because we work on that mindset component. When it comes to health, wellness, and happiness too, if you resolve to do this one thing for the next year, and it's gonna sound so simple, but it's so profound. Anytime you have any kind of decision to make or action to take, just stop for a second and ask yourself, 
what was would somebody who truly loves themselves do what would somebody who truly loves themselves do in this case and it's so simple as for example we talked about earlier waking up early in the morning and exercising you're lying there in bed you're tired you don't feel like waking up and you ask yourself what would somebody who loves themselves do right now it's interesting you know it's the reason why if you go into studio a and I'm Tony hasn't been here, but if you walk into Studio A, when you walk in, there's a giant mirror. And that's the reason that mirror is there. That mirror has been there since day one. And we've always said when we were coming to our own place, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and you got to be real to yourself. You got to have accountability. If you say you love yourself, you better prove it because I'm going to tell you something. God is going to, he's going to test you like you ain't never been tested. And the bottom line is that you got to hold fast. And if you need help getting there, there are people around you that can help you get there. But you got to make the effort. And that's why that mirror is there. Tony, what are you finding with your clients as far as self-love now in phase, whatever phase we are of this? Well, people, my clients obviously come from all sorts of different backgrounds. And, and the lack of self-love is, is formed in the early years, you know, the, the, like we talked about before all the, um, the childhood messages that lead to limiting beliefs. Um, so when people come to me with lack of self-love, it's more general rather than being connected to the current situation. For many, many years, they just want to be able to let it go and move forward and, and become their best selves. What are some other techniques that people, that we can apply because really so much of 2021, we were hoping that we were going to leave 2020 in the past and really yeah. move forward, right? And everyone's trying and yeah. we hit midnight on New Year's Eve and here we go again. You guys are back on lockdown. People are telling me they don't know whether our new president-elect, assuming you know the electoral college and all that stuff goes the way people think it's going to go, whether he's going to put us back in a lockdown as well in the United States. And that just sends us yeah. right back into... Fears of 2020, we talk about stress and anxiety and what it's doing to our physical bodies. We haven't left it yeah. behind, but I'm hoping we can learn from this and, and people can love themselves and find, find happiness. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, again, it's the thoughts that we're thinking though, isn't it, that, choose, that, that cause the unhappiness, most of it, obviously, sometimes if something really intensely bad is, is happening to you physically, that's real. But most of it is our thoughts about what's going on around us, about what might happen, um, about, oh no, this shouldn't be happening, fighting against what is, when there's nothing you can do about it. So again, for inner peace, happiness, it's kind of just accepting the things that you can't change, changing the things that you can, and having the wisdom to know the difference, as it says in the, uh, the famous serenity prayer. You know, I, I laugh because 2021 is bringing a change. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. If you look 30 days ago, everybody was waiting for something to come along to help us with this dilemma. And here it is, and it hasn't rolled out like we wanted to. I get it. And there are spikes here and there, I get it. But there is an antidote, at least, that we think will work, okay? And we have a shot. You know, if you don't take a shot, you're never gonna score. I'm very happy of the fact that we got a shot. Maybe it's not perfect, but a couple of months ago, there was no shot. So I'm gonna say 2021 is a positive year, because we got a shot. 
that we can get our heads out of our tush and sort of roll this thing out correctly and sort of listen and keep your mask on until the cavalry gets there because what good is going to a barn if it's burned down? So be safe, mm-hmm. be smart, don't be a rebel. And then afterwards, if you want to scream in the streets and be nuts, go ahead, go do it. But for now, we have something. Yeah. We have a shot. We have a shot if we go the right way. I don't care who's in the White House. But Tony, I got to ask you a question about your book. The yeah. pilot and the actor. Have you ever spoken yes. to that actor again? I'm sorry. This is like such girl gossip. I I did. I have done over the, not for a long, long time. And sadly, he passed away a few oh. years back. Oh, I'm sorry. You yeah, have to read I mean, Tony's book. And, and you're so authentic in it. And she was dating two guys at the same time. And one was a pilot and one was this James Bond actor. And well, he, he was interviewed ish. by Cubby Broccoli for the part, but didn't actually get it. But he was considered for as James Bond. He was an and actor she marries in, the pilot uh, and then the rest of the story evolves. And here I am yeah, thinking, yeah. I know I want to read a story about the flight Is to happiness. Is this a girly, girly book? No, yeah. it's about her. It sounds like a girly, It's girly her flight book. to happiness. But here I'm thinking, what happened to the actor? And as a woman, you go, man, I got to call that actor oh, back or God. not. How to lose a guy in 30 days. This is, I can see it already. <laughs> Right? It's a yeah. chick flick. <laughs> it's a great book. It's a really, yeah. really easy it's read. It's a chick flick. It's her book. It's a chick well, flick. Yeah. I mean, the introduction, that was the introduction. Yes. It was kind of, you know, this, this is what happened. Um, and it's just at the short intro that how I came to, I guess, you know, first like, me to marry my ex-husband. And that was the, the flight, the flying theme. Because he was a pilot, I was an SDS. And then, of course, as time went on, you'll come to where my um, my metaphorical plane crash happened, and my plane I was flying along in quite happily, very happily, went crashing to the ground. So it's just kind of the intro there, and it kind of draws people into who was who was an actor or whatever. Oh, but yeah. then it goes on, Freddie, to you know, to, to all the steps of happiness that I've learned since my plane crash and how I picked myself up and built, rebuilt my life. I'm bringing in little bits of things to illustrate how, like childhood experiences, how we learn as we go along, or at least I learned further down the line, why I lacked confidence. Because no baby comes into the world not loving themselves with self-doubts or with any, with anxiety, with any other issues. And it's all learned and by becoming aware of what's caused it in the first place. And it's really interesting because we got to meet your daughter a couple weeks ago during Christmas. And here you are telling your story of, you know, your marriage breaks up and the situation of what it is. And you've got these two kids. And here they are clearly Mm -hmm. successful. We met your daughter and I know she's with a big PR agency in England. And and I kind of feel like we've got this inside view because her fiance was in London and she was in Manchester. You guys went on this lockdown. I feel like this is a whole movie and I'm like waiting to see where it plays out. We're right in the middle of it. It's really awesome. You didn't even tell me anything about this book. (laughs) You know, I mean, I got to hear about her hair getting caught in one of those curly things and burning and breaking. I got to hear that, but you don't tell me about this. But this is Tony's book. This is your flight to happiness. And it's, it's a true story. And this is how you got from being a flight attendant to now you're a hypnotherapist and you're a psychologist and you've totally changed your your path of and re- talk about resiliency, being a single mom and left with nothing, yeah. as you've said. 
to, to yeah. pulling up your boots and saying, I got to do this and I have to make a difference. And these are my little kids. That's it. Yeah. And it's different. Yeah, my children were, were age, my children were age three and five. And my ex-husband took the money from the house, the big family house that we built and tricked me into signing things and left the country and left me with no home, no money, nothing at all. So it was a very low, dark place, very scary place. How am I going to look after my kids? How am I going to, you know, what am I going to do? But after licking my wounds for a while, I just had to pick myself up and keep going for them. And that's when I trained as a counselor first and psychotherapist, hypnotherapist. And that, you know, it's all been going forward and, and creating really positive things, writing my book, starting my own business. So although I had this, you know, this sort of really low time in my life, low play, it was at that low place. From that low point, that's where I rebuilt my life. To, and, and as I say in my book, learned to grow my wings and fly much higher than I'd ever flown before. It's a very motivational story, and you find your, your steps to happiness. And Dr. Anya, this is why we're thinking you have a book. And I mean, who goes from who moves from the Ukraine as a teenager, moves to Brooklyn, meet your husband in, in high school who happens to be from the Ukraine, and then you guys move to Florida. I mean, the stories, when you hear people's stories and you get to read them mm -hmm. and we get to be a part of their lives, I feel like we're like this little fly on the wall. But I love the stories because it's not just do this, take this pill, take the supplement, read the book, look in the mirror and say you're happy. You both actually walk yeah. people through the steps of your lives and say, I'm not just telling you to do this. Yeah. It's not do as I say, it's or as I do. It's These are our stories. This is what I've learned from experience. And I'm here to help you and share with you. Absolutely. And I think when you share with people, you know, you're not talking, I'm a therapist, I can tell you how to live your life. It's I've been through this. I've experienced that going right back to, you know, to childhood experience. Not that I had a bad childhood in any shape or form, but, you know, all the things that happen at school, at all the messages that go in um, and uh, going right, just sharing that you've been in difficult places like with my divorce. It wasn't just the divorce, but losing everything apart from my children, who were the most precious things. But it's you know, rather than speaking from up here on a platform, it's you know, I'm like I'm like you. I've learned this. I've used these techniques. I've learned to change the way I think and feel. And if I can do it, so can you. And I can help you. I can share with you what I've learned. So that's what the seven steps are. So it's not all about me. It's a bit of background comes in here and there. But mainly, the book is written to share the seven major lessons I learned as a result of that negative experience I had all those years ago. It is a great book, and you can get it on Amazon, just as I did, all the way from England, and hopefully it's back in reprint. Yeah. How do people, the name of the book? It's Your Flight to Happiness, A Seven-Step Journey to Emotional Freedom. Tony, thank and I have one more question. How was your mom? Oh, she's fine. So she had her first vaccination, and she was supposed to be having the second one four weeks later. But what they're talking about doing now is not giving the second one. Yeah, they want correct. to give more people the first one and delay the second one until until they've got more. I guess you know, got, just get as many people as possible to get at least some of the vaccine into them. And you said your mom's so in her nineties. She's 90. She was 90 last year. Yeah. God bless. You know, it's so funny. It's not the yeah. amount of medicine. It's the people to distribute it, which I, what I don't understand is you bring in the military and let every military guy learn how to put an injection and away you go. Right. Just we could send 600 troops to guard the White House, but we but couldn't send them out to give them vaccines. Exactly. It makes, again, it makes absolutely no sense. 
You spent $5,000 to buy a toilet cover. $5,000 for a toilet lid at the White House. But you can't get people to put an injection in your arm. Really? I mean, what the hell is wrong with us as a people? But again, what we get to do is, is hear the real-life stories of what's going on. From not only in our little microcosm of Boca to South Florida to England and see what's going on. And Tony and, and your family and your mom. And we get to see cross the gamut of everything with this platform. You this book. Me and this book. I Let me know. ask you. You could do hypnotherapy. Can you do that virtually? I do work with clients. I do use hypnotherapy online. So if I were to mm -hmm. buy airtime on television and put you on there, can you hypnotize the country? <laughs> <laughs> mm, maybe not the whole country. <laughs> no, it works one-to-one, -one, but <laughs> not that far. I was far. actually a hypnotist uh, back in Russia, like, 20, 25 years ago, Kaspirovsky, if any Russians uh, hear me, they, he would go on the TV with the presidents, with everybody, and, and do hypnotic uh, sessions on, usually on water. He would say, take a bucket of water and put it in front of TV. And actually, uh, my husband's grandfather has a story of, listening to that, he went uh, white. He, he, ha he had white hair, gray hair, really, really early in life. And he actually says he's still alive, that his hair turned back to black after being really? hypnotized by it. Where so is it he is now? possible. Is he he's in, in Brooklyn, yeah. Oh, he's in Brooklyn. Oh, then we got to no, bring him No, it was back in Russia, but he is in Brooklyn Well, now. then we got to hear his story. All I, think, the way I think we have a making of a show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a making of a movie, that I could tell you. Tony, thank you so much. Yeah. Stay safe. Let us know how My everything's pleasure. going. More to come okay. next week from our mm -hmm. Manchester mm -hmm. studios. Love to you okay. and your daughter. And Thank you, Tony. Bye-bye, Tony. Thank you. She's Bye -bye. so calm. I know. She's so calm she and so kind. Presence. But one of the great things that we get to do is put all that news to the side and truly see the person, the people side of what it is. Exit stage and that's left. What I, exit stage left. Put it aside, move it away, and really get to the nit and gritty of, of families, of people, of the human side of this. And that's what I love what we get to do. All right. All right, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, more with our sponsors, our Wednesday wrap-up, Dr. Anya Temer of Total Holistic Wellness and Life Show, airing tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. So stay tuned, and we will be right back. Hugs and smiles, blow a kiss to everyone you miss. Hugs and smiles will make the world a better place. And heals the heart with a smile on. Husband Smiles Foundation was formed on the basis of giving kids the opportunity to learn and grow with art and music. Our classes are made for kids to express themselves in an open and free environment. If you want to donate or help run the class, contact Tina Weiss at 954-501-0524 or at tina at husbandsmiles.org. All the memorabilia sold at the Brooklyn Cafe goes right back to the foundation to help Hugs and Smiles keep going. If you want to purchase a piece of art or memorabilia, contact Tina Weiss at 954-501-0524 or at Tina at HugsAndSmiles.org. We could take a stand 
Hi, I'm Tracy McDonough, owner and founder of Healing Moments. Healing Moments is a healing playroom, a mind, body, spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing and Reiki, chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Guys, welcome back. And this segment has been brought to you by Gubba Rum. Gubba comes in two flavors, which is the coconut and the vanilla. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Now back to the Brooklyn Cafe TV Show. Yeah, I knew you would hit it out of the park when it comes to rum. Yeah, Knock it out of the park. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> you got it right. So the question seems to be as to why I'm wearing my boots in a miniskirt. You know who inspired me to do this? Faith Washington. <laughs> yes. I know. Faith's Faith got to be inspirational for eight, something good eight feet inspirational. Tall and she wears 12-foot boots and a miniskirt. Yeah. And it reminds me, because Doc was talking about how they, when it was frozen, would skate in a miniskirt in Russia. So now we're going to make a movie, Dawn versus Russia. I kind of feel like she's got a Hallmark movie going over there, Dr. Temer. Hallmark movie starring Dr. Temer, ice skating through Russia, Hanukkah on an ice skate. I mean, all kinds of things the Hallmark Channel could do. Hector, don't forget your sweatshirt. Okay, you're not leaving. No, I'm watching doing him. the show. Oh, okay, awesome. Dylan's in town, so he's going to do a show. You know, <laughs> it's really interesting to see some of the things that go out and about things that are happening in uh, in the UK as well. You know, Tony seems like she's really, really grounded and not panicking. I know people here around me that are panicking like crazy. Because what paranoid. happens is just when you're like, all right, I'm going to stay safe and I'm going to do this, 
and then they go, oh, there's another strain over here. Oh, there's another strain over here. And then it sends some people into another set of fear. Saturday night, I've not been to a restaurant probably in eight months, other than sitting outside of Crazy Uncle Mike's. And we were going to go have dinner with some friends, and they said, let's order in from Alexander's. Pick up from Alexander's, bring it to the house, we'll sit outside. Great, easy. So we figured we'd pick it up on the way to the house. I didn't realize Alexander's, you could pick up in the back. All you have to do is drive in the back and call them. I didn't know that. So I walk into Alexander's to pick up the food, and it was like, boo, boo, and there were people just everywhere. And I've got this PTSD, you know, because I haven't been around people. I mean, we're here, we're working, but we're really not around a lot of people. We've got a lot of space. And I called them on the way there, I need a drink. They said, what happened between the time you left the house and the time you came here? You picked up the food. And I told them, they said, oh, all you do is drive to the back. But just being in this restaurant and seeing 95% of the people without masks, because they were eating at the bar, no masks, because they were drinking, the staff and everyone had their masks on, but there were just so many people, I went into this panic of, oh my gosh. So you think what people are doing when they're going out and, and the level of fear and panic and, and what happens next and what if and, and what ifs. And what Tony is doing and what Dr. Anya does, if we could give everyone this collective sigh, this breath of, it's gonna be okay, If love you, find your happiness, Find your peace if you can't find your happiness and hold on to that. I think that's what we need going to 2021 is finding some peace within. You know, that story you just said, said to me, <sighs> first of all, why are you going into the store? Yeah. Chuck got the first <laughs> shot. Yeah, he did. He's When I go with Linda, I don't go nowhere. I don't go to Home Depot. I don't go nowhere. I'll accompany you in the car. She goes in. She got the shot. He got the first one. He's getting the second one next week. Why is are you going into any store? Because I am like Wonder Woman in my boots. Oh, but I didn't have my boots on that You're day. just, you know, if you stay... I had it, my mask on. I don't care if you got a bubble wrap on. And I stood like against the, against the wall like this. Yeah, so. I know. You were like the Spider-Man trying to get to the bar. That's what I was doing. I was like here and there. You yeah. know, Dawn, if you stand on a train track and there's a train coming, I guarantee you, you stay long enough in there, you won't go again. But I also don't want to react in fear. I want Not fear. It's common sense. But there are people that... Someone leaving with a suitcase? Yes, doctor. doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got. Well, this you really here. do have PTSD. I A, B, C, E, F, G. I really do. I really have PTSD I over this whole thing. I think you need a shot thing. to calm you down. And but here's the thing: you and I have been able to work through this as an essential business. We have not stopped, other than the holidays, but not because of what's going on in the community or in the world. We haven't stopped. So it looks like we're always around people and we're always doing. But we do it really, really in our best way, safely and carefully. And we don't have a lot of people in here. It might look like we're still going, and we are. But to go out into the community and the world, I still have this, this hard time. I'm going to teach you a sentence that I want you to learn to say. No. Get the hell away from me. <laughs> stay out of my bubble. If you can't stay in my bubble, get the hell away from I'm me. I'm going to hang with Amy a little bit more. I Amy's love the Amy's one who told me to worry. <laughs> She's the one who said to me, get the hell out of my bubble. Look how calm Amy is today. I'm calm, yeah. Amy Rochette, you've got a great show coming up soon. That's because in about 45 minutes, I see how calm you are. <laughs> right. What do you got cooking in your show? Oh, uh, um, I got some stuff to talk about. It's a secret. No, I'm teasing. Um, I, I have Petit uh, Perez coming in today, and um, she's got a lot to offer about um, 
making yourself more presentable in your life and uh, how, to, how to achieve your goals. And, and we'll put a little art twist on that. She does public relations? Yeah, she, yeah, she, she brands. Um, yeah, she does a lot of different things. She's does she help with people with social media as well, or she's truly like a branding? More branding, okay. yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, she does my promos, which are usually fabulous. I mean, I, I always fabulous. She's just got the nick. I just tell her one thing, and it's done, you know, so it works. And you need that because you're like Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, I need it done yesterday. Yeah, but you're really good at what you do. If you watch, if you see Amy's post, and we have a lot of clients who come to us and you do a show once a week, and they most of our clients do shows once a week, but you continue to brand yourself every day. I try, yeah. you got to well, be out sure. there. But, yeah. but you are the perfect example of what people... It's like, you know when you're in school and they say, oh, you should see what Amy, how Amy does it, because Amy does it, how we should all be doing it. I wish oh, I could say nice. that. If you could all follow Amy Roshevsky and you're <laughs> looking to build your brand and your business. Am I right? I have used your shows to explain to people where you were and where you are. Jordana Foster, where you were and where but you are. But it's not only her show, it's your constant branding. I went on social media the other day, and there was a picture of our lobby, and you had this whole explanation. I shared that one out. Oh, and that was, was a good one. a picture of the lobby. Or you've got a picture of the two of us with what we've got going on behind us. Right. Every day, it's not just tune into my show, it's a message. It's and exposure. The brand. Yeah. It's exposure, but mm -hmm. you know how to do it. And I don't know how you know what you're doing, but... I don't. But, but I, I'm I'll, doing a great Actually, job. I'm going to talk about a little bit of that today. Um, in my in my part of the show, and uh, and, and uh, you'll figure it out after I tell you that. But the branding is it's amazing. Do, so if you're you, looking to grow, following do me. Do you know why during sporting events they play a million beer commercials? So you'll drink. <laughs> no. So that you will go. Dylan's in the house. Yep. <laughs> so you moved. will drink beer. <laughs> right. And it is a well-known science that if you play something enough you would desire it, if you like it, to try it, or to drink it, or to go buy it. And I think that artists are beginning to learn, because I remember when we were at the art gallery doing our shows, we used to talk about there, you don't do enough to promote you as a person, or your art, or what it means. Right. And I think that Amy really has put finally her finger on the pulse. Oh my gosh. And she's gone from a from follower to leader, because people now, I get to see everything that's written on your show. It's, it's emailed to me, by the way. Wow, okay. And I can send them to you. And in there, everybody says, wow, Amy, Amy. And they have comments. They have qu questions, quotations, the whole nine. Because you are doing a good job. Because you are the wave of the future. It's the change oh. of how people have to do business. So hats off to you for doing that. Thank you nice very job. much. Appreciate yeah, that. And it's really the constant. <laughs> we chose the camera in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's constant branding. And we really try to explain to people, if you have a show one day a week, or you've got something you are doing one day a week or an event and you put that out there. It's the constant buildup to what it is. And it's not just saying it, it's showing it because there are people that are visual, there are people that learn by listening, there are people that learn by reading. You put all the pieces together. Amazing. Oh, thanks. Really, really you know, I'm learning as I go, but you know, it has a lot to do with you guys. I would never be where I am. And I really appreciate the fact that you've given me this opportunity and I'm playing with it. I'm having fun. I'm meeting lots of new people. Um, and I love to network, so that's one of my, my biggest things that I really enjoy. <laughs> now, I was going to ask you, I met an artist. She doesn't consider herself an artist. And she has a piece. You know how you did the thing with glass? They sell burnable paint. Is that true? Burnable paint. In other words, she sets it on fire. All 
paint should be flammable. You mean when it's on the glass? I wonder, what does it do? It does like a blue flame. Oh. And I'm trying to get the piece here because I've never seen that. Said, no, you know I'd love to see that too. I said, you know something, I'm going to ask Amy because you do things on glass as well. Mm -hmm. And this piece is like that, but it's like what Amy has in the lobby. Right, right. And you light up certain parts of it and it has a blue flame. Wow. Yeah, well, you, you can do that with lighting too, in. easily. <clears throat> you know, you Me, can light up Yeah, I was just going to burn the damn thing down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Dylan, how are you doing over there? Dylan's in the house. Dylan's in the house. What was the name what of that song? What we love about Dylan is Dylan was sitting. Lift me up. <laughs> no, about the roof. The roof, the roof is on fire. The roof is on fire. Dylan's in the house. The roof is on so, fire. So, Amy, we took the sunshine table that was in the lobby. I saw you that. You see, we moved it. We're yeah. Trying to, I think I'm going to put these chairs in there also to make it a little more TV, podcasty look. Put another set here. So, you know how Jada Pinkett Smith has the red table talk? She's got a podcast, a video cast oh, called oh, Red Table okay. Talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to name it like the Sunshine Table. Neat. Or it's your table that's in there. That is such a great. We were going to put the small one in, but the big one kind of, Dina loved the big one in there. A whole other podcast feel in there. Yeah. Well, it's nice to have different sets anyway. <clears throat> so movable yeah. sets. It just makes it yeah. more visually. So, so you carried that down. For, oh, no, it was here. Never mind. I forgot well, it was down here. That's part of the reason we did it. Is there more up there? There's another. Th yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff up there. <laughs> Do not enter that zone, <laughs> especially with them boots, because you will shh. But there's another reason we're doing this, because we've been in negotiations with Star International, and we're putting a sound booth in there, so we have to sort of create space. Oh, wonderful. And it has to be... Go slick, It has go. to be video... What's the word? She supports my album. Who? Yes. Who's supporting your album? Amy. Amy supporting your album? Yeah. You know, I used to watch the Jerry Lewis telethon every year, and I used to support that. Oh, good causes, all good causes. Uh, and I support your album. I just don't think it should be public. But other than that, it's fantastic. <laughs> Dylan, how you doing? Actually, I'm in the minority. <laughs> I have played your song yeah. to a lot of friends and producers that I know, and they said, this is pretty good. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's the pizzazz. I'm telling you. It's the, the confidence. It's the, oh. It's there. Okay. But you know what? Think Don't about it. Laugh. It's the confidence. You just got to show up. Like yesterday, you didn't feel great, right? And you said to me after the show, wow, you got a lot of energy. And I said, no. But you got to show up. And if, like, if I don't have energy, you show up double. If you don't have energy, I show up double. You but just got to. triple because you're out of your mind. You just got to show yeah. up. Amy's and bounce off each other. Yeah. And mm. the fun. And, and, okay, <laughs> take, take <laughs> music. It's He's bouncing. Now, what has, it's going to settle this thing is that Blake is a music major, yes? I was. Say you are. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to rely on Blake because I'm going to play his, the music so Blake can hear it. And I love Blake. I'm learning his idiosyncrasies, even with the mask. When he doesn't like something, he doesn't say, I don't like it. He sort of goes, mm-hmm. It's day two. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's day two. Mm -hmm. So when he goes like that, I know. Mm, well, excellent. today with Blake and Hector was the day to move that table out because, oh. right, the, you got to pick your days to move the furniture. So it's over there. It's on the side. If anyone is looking for a, what is it, eight table, feet? Eight an foot. eight feet wood banquet table. We've got one for oh, you. Oh, do you need an eight foot banquet table? <laughs> Where am I going to put that? <laughs> I don't know, but if you know any artist that needs it. You know what? I was thinking that table, if you possess it, 
could be something tremendous. Take the legs off it, we'll hang it up there on the rafters. Like the very Sistine dangerous. Chapel. Yes, very dangerous. That's like know, the, they make hooks to hold it. They built the Empire Stable, and you can put a table on a rafter. That's like um, I, I mentioned last week on my show about the the couple that bought the glass table, and they put it above their bed, on the on the back, you know, at the back of the bed. And um, I'm no, you know, I couldn't imagine anybody sleeping under a table. But <laughs> say that again. They There's put the bed be where? Psychological about they that. hung it on their wall behind their bed. Oh, I've seen that. Really, a yeah. table? I seen it on the ceiling. Oh, it was first to me. table. <laughs> Talk about funky, baby. Dancing on the ceiling, I mean. No, they had a table. It was hanging a glass down? table. And you looked up, yeah, hanging down. Why? I, Why? She was, I got to tell you, you want me to tell you the story? Yeah. You may not like oh, it. Tell right? us the story. She was a sexologist. <laughs> ah. A true doctor. So when you walked in, she had these big things. <laughs> Bazazzles? Bazazzles. All over the And she had three pit bulls. And they used to sit and watch you because I guess she had to sort of because clients used to go into her offices and her this big mansion in in uh, South Beach and I did the house I did the the bathrooms, but I said to her, "Am I drunk or is your table <laughs> on the ceiling?" And it was looking down over her bedroom, and she says, "Yes, that's what it's all about." And I'm like, "Okay, interesting." <laughs> I mean, you know, artists do strange things. Really interesting. But, Amy, I love the just this whole wall looks so great. We have to move that to the other wall and put Amy's pieces yeah, up that doesn't before Pazee comes. Over there. But um, a lot of good stuff going on here. A lot of moving sets. We're going to put a floor in Studio B. You know, that room has never been empty since we moved in here. It's always had, that was our storage room, so we never had an empty room to put a floor in. But now it's most, more empty than it's ever been. So now we can get ready it's to put no a floor in It's no more empty there. than it's ever been. Don't say that. We have... We have a Now, I'm sorry, furniture's cover. easier to move to put a floor in. Oh, no. Now, let me ask you, can I put a plastic cover on that table and do a set outside? What table? The, the one that's sitting table? on its side over here. It's Dina wood. put it on its side. Did you see what she did? Dina's hilarious. She put the table on its side. I got to tell you. She says, you got to be able to walk in and out. You never want to mess with a Jewish woman, but you never want to mess with a Greek woman, I've She's noticed. Scary, Dina's man. like, move, move, done. Get out. Get out the way. <laughs> Dina kind of takes Teddy to another level, right? <laughs> he just looks like, yeah. You know those black chairs that are plastic in Studio B? Uh-huh. They're waterproof. Because they're plastic. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. works. Well, you're good. I'm ready to tell you that you're good. I'm thinking if I can plastic coat or do something with that table, take those chairs and put it there. If you, you, if you resin the set. table. You could resin the table, yeah. Then the water just beads off. Resin the table. Is there a waterproof resin? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I have an idea. Could resin we could the put table. a thing over the top of it, and it would be the outside studio. Oh, Is that Max? Yes. I kind of think I need a mirror. Amy, you have any mirror pieces? Max, is that you? Just small ones. It would be kind of cool to put one right there, and then there I can see is. who walks in. I try to figure out by the walk who it is that walks in based I on the piece. <laughs> oh, hey, Max. Hey, baby. How you doing? Good to see you. I was just watching you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the other nice thing is that all the artists here, they get along. And everyone supports each other and they work together. And I love what we get to do. Max, what did you see your new commercial that Taylor put together? Yes. It is fantastic. That went on, that went on uh, today. 
Yep, we aired it this morning. They're putting a voice with it, and it's just <clears throat> amazing. Really spotlighting all of your pieces. And that one, you know, your blue one up there is, I love all of them, but, you know, that one kind of speaks to me. And I kind of think I would like to buy, if I could, if I win the Mega Millions last night, I haven't looked at my numbers, I know. I could buy everything here. I wonder what it went for last night. Did somebody win the Mega Millions? Anyone know? It was a big one, though, I know. $438 million. We decided what we would do with that if we hit. We did? Mm -hmm. No, we didn't. Yeah, we decided how we were breaking it up, and would you take the lump sum, or do you take a payout? And so, first of all, you said that if, if we hit, we're dividing it, right? Yeah. So I'm taking my. Key. <laughs> He's already waiting for his division part of it. So yes. I'm taking my key. I'm giving it to Teddy. And you're out. And and I will send you a car from the. We're gonna let Sylvia buy this place out if we win. She's like, yeah. I gotta find an island. Can I buy an island for that kind of money? It depends how much they take in taxes. Man, so you know, there's always a handout. Can absolutely try though. I take, I take Max's pieces with me. Go buy an island. I'll talk to these people. You buy an island. He wants to buy an island. And then talk to them. A couple this jet child, skis. Dad, mom. Ooh. What would you do on your island? What would I do? Anything I want. <laughs> I walk around naked, clothed. It makes no difference. Give me a banana leaf. It makes no difference. Okay. I wouldn't have a worry yep, in the world. I'm gonna have to pass this island. And the plane could drop the mail. If I get it, okay. If I don't, see ya. Don't care. No more care. No more worries. No more care. Would you not have any more care in the world if you won the Mega Millions? No, because I take care of my two boys and, and Linda's daughter and be done with it. Be done. I'll, I'll be, be done, done with it until the next. Always <laughs> another care in the world. Be done with it. No, I'm going to tell you something. One thing this virus has taught me is I appreciate life. I'm going to live it until I don't live it no more. I send them a postcard. And I got to tell you, I got to put the postcard on the plane going by. <laughs> Blake, welcome to our fun. We've got a new intern coming tomorrow. You will probably work and open up a bigger studio if I know you. Probably. Say, okay, we got to work seven days a week now. Probably pay everybody and so we could just do more. Because the message and the mission that we get to share with Aren't people. Aren't you tired? Yes, which is why I have to pay people more to pick up on when I actually go to sleep. But yeah, but I truly believe so much in what we do and the people we get to connect with and hopefully bring resources to everybody else that is bigger than who you and I are. It's hopefully that is helping people find peace, find happiness, find comfort, better health, all of these things, art. And it's just more than things, it's about finding happiness and fulfillment. So I'm not getting my island, I can see that. You can working. have your island as long as you've got a very long ethernet cord that plugs into the three planets that are aligning on Sunday so I can still call you and go, Freddie. I can send a plane to pick you up and do your show and then fly you back. But I'm still gonna have to call you and go, Freddie, we got to fix this. Freddie, their audio's oh off. Freddie, how do we do this? But you can have an island, just bring a very long ethernet. Blake, go like this, Blake. You see, he opened the door, gave him the key. <laughs> <laughs> but I truly believe in the mission that we get to do over and over again and bring people together. Like, like you guys never knew each other, and we never knew Max, and, and so many great people that we get to connect with. And I hope that we bring happiness to so many. It's true that. And a lot of people, I got your stuff hanging at the radio station now which i gotta oh, i have did? an idea i did see the the problem with harry right now i like to move max's pieces around as well is that because everything right now is still on the shutdown the down low radio stations will not allow you to come in unless you're doing a show it used to be you could go in there do networking parties and the whole night they would love to do that again It'll because they 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 have enough room but that isn't part of the equation just yet. So I have to introduce things little by little, 
get the curiosity going. So we're going to be doing a commercial there next Wednesday. And we're going to superimpose some of the things in here with some of the things in there. But Jody so loved the doctor robot. So I was thinking that, you know, how I kind of gave you a hard time the other night that Teddy needed something behind her. And here we go. Maybe you can bring one of Max's pieces to go behind that camera shot. No. Why? Because it's not open yet. And I want people to enjoy Max's piece. All right, the so Max piece is going to stay here. And then when it opens, we'll bring one of his pieces. When it there. opens, I'm going to ask him, yeah, let's go. I mean, you have to see the other studios we have. This had a plan. Everything that I do has a reason, even though she doesn't think so. And this has a plan. This is another studio with a huge networking piece. And I was going to put chairs in there so you can negotiate with people and everything else. But because we are what we are, we have to wait. So it doesn't mean it's gone away. We just got to be patience, a little more patient. Little by little. A few more months till it is. people are vaccinated. It I is. I my appointment for February 9th. Congratulations. Wow. I made my appointment today. I'm going to be 2027. No. <laughs> did you get an appointment? You, did you sign up for an appointment? <laughs> oh, I have to do that. I haven't done it yet. I, yeah, Miami's oh. a lot faster on moving the, people in than... Well, the phones were jammed. Somebody told me, just press redial, press redial. Don't listen to the machine. Just keep redial, redial, redial. Finally, somebody answered. Wow. So I got this as soon as I was able to get February 9th. I'm happy to get it. Awesome. Hold, hold oh, on. All right. Okay. Ready to rock and roll? And it's funny, you know, there used to be, the, remember the draft? Yeah. It was based on your birthday? And you used to look at the day dwindling down because everybody got called eventually, right? So this is, I wish it was like the draft. Why can't this number go down? So I'm in 2027, then hopefully it goes to 2026, 2025. That's not true. It's true. No, absolutely no, not. Sort of the 2027? If I think that way, I'm going to be miserable, right? Listen, there's an opportunity, like I said, we have a shot. Whenever it comes and it's my turn, I'm going to do. Oh, did you tell people that we are selling these? We are selling these. Oh boy, <laughs> I did hard. actually the beginning of the show. I love these. We have these beautifully embroidered Brooklyn Cafe show masks. Ours are a little different. Yes, mine does have a fairy and yours does have WWNM, but the ones we have for sale are only, only say the Brooklyn Cafe show and they are hand embroidered and these come to you from Redone It by Dia. All proceeds go back to the American Cancer Society, which I'm really excited. She is the youngest ambassador for the American Cancer Society, and she is starting a new show with us tomorrow called Teenpreneur, and it's all about teen entrepreneurs. So if you know a teen, if you are a teen, even someone as a tween and want to get involved, let us know. Her first interview is in Indonesia tomorrow, so that is really pretty amazing. Teen, tween, what? Teen or tween. What's you know a what a tween is? Somewhere yeah. between. Like, like 12 years old. A tween. Really? I would be a tween. Not, Not even close. Not quite a teenager, a tween. They're in between adolescence and a teen. You Ooh, are mentally. not a tween. It's okay. Mentally, I am. <laughs> mentally, 100% all in. So tune into that oh, show Oh, Blake, you like that one, huh? I see you <laughs> like it. A little chuckle for you. Today at 2.30, you've got art with Amy Ryshevsky with Pazit. Pazit. Pazit Perez. So stay tuned on brand. And you want to learn how to get your business growing to the next level. Always follow Amy Ryshevsky. Check out the art of Max Lazega and tune into today's show with branding expert Pazit Perez. Okay. You got that? I, and no, she will I be in black with a braid. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Stay tuned. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. drive time. And don't be late. Bye-bye.
Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow the Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. Sound waiting deep inside my maze of sweeping threads and colors.